Welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. This is our last episode of season seven, and I am super, super excited because I have two very, very special guests with me today to um, talk on a subject that is near and dear to my heart and to also kick off, um, help us kick off in January, our new mentorship program that you will be able to sign up for to get a um, mentor in your life. I have um, Samantha Wright, who is one of my dearest friends with us, and she is also on the board of Pineapple Principal. And of course, I have my bonus baby, my baby girl, uh, Amber back with us. You guys have heard Amber on the podcast a few times before. So I'm excited to have both of them with us because they um, have a very special relationship. They, um, Sam and Amber are mentor and mentee. Sam has poured into Amber's life and just um, discipled her and mentored her and been with her. And I just want to pick their brains, have them share their heart about this relationship and this mentoring that they had so that you will understand what um, what a mentor can do in your life. You know, I've said this before. One of my favorite scriptures is Proverbs um, 15, 22. You know, without counsel, plans fail, but with advisors, they succeed. And, you know, and then Titus 2 talks about um, how an older woman should mentor younger girls. And there's a lot of um, relationships in the Bible. There's Paul and Timothy, mm-hmm. uh, Mordecai and Esther. Jesus mentored the disciples. And so the Bible tells us that having a mentor in your life is very, very important. And that's one of the things that we want to do here at Pineapple Principle is help you to have a mentor in your life. If you don't have someone in your church or in your Um, school system, a teacher, or someone that can mentor you, we want to be able to offer that for you. So Sam and Amber, welcome to the podcast. Sam, this is your first time, but Amber, this is is new for you. But uh, (laughs) Sam, why don't you just um, tell um, our audience just a little bit about you personally? Of course. Well, thanks for having me. Um, I think... The best way to describe myself um, Mm -hmm. is I am a follower of Jesus, um, first and foremost, but I'm also a mother and a wife. I have three adult children um, and two bonus babies, as you call them, Um, and we have two grandchildren that we share together, Uh, my husband and I. um, We are, um, you know, on the smaller side, smaller side family. and my youngest just recently graduated from university this past May. So we are empty nesters um, and, you know, are trying to live into this new season of life. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> in my, in my, um, I work corporately uh, as a recruiter and compliance um and compliance and regulation. Um, and, you know, I spend my days pretty much just trying to stay on the narrow path, which is a struggle all by itself. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, and I didn't think about this. You mentored my baby girl and Miranda was one of my pineapple principal girls. Like she She, was in my small group. She was one of your originals. Yeah. She was one of my originals. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I love it. Amber, you want to tell everybody hello? Hi, (laughs) it's me again. (laughs) Back to hang out with these girls. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're just going to dig right into it. Sure. So Sam, what made you want to be a mentor? What made you want to disciple or mentor somebody? 
You know, I've been thinking about that. Um, to give you the most simple answer, um, I wanted to be closer to Jesus. Mm. Um, but there were many, many things that happened that led me to deciding to go enter into a mentorship, discipleship relationship. Um, I think the first and foremost item was biblical literacy. Um, it's near and dear to my heart, and it's something that, as a pastor's child growing up in church, I really did not have a whole lot of exposure to. Um, and it took me, you know, into my late 30s before I realized it was a thing. And when I discovered it and realized, wait, there's a whole lot that I don't personally understand. Mm-hmm. Um, God took me through a season where I was simply consuming anything and everything I could get my hands on around his word. Um, that led me into um, a discipleship course. And I know it sounds weird, um, but the aim of the discipleship course was not to make you a discipler. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> um, and it was that, that knowing that uh, was very freeing. Because at the end of the course, it was more about personal accountability and more about how much, how, how close are you willing to live your life on mission? Mm. Because it's a decision. Mm-hmm. It's a decision. And so there was no pressure the material wasn't, hey, let me guard you and let me arm you to become a discipler. It was, hey, tell me about your relationship with Jesus. What do you think about the gospel? What are your basic foundational principles? Um, do you have, you know, um, do you have thoughts around whether or not you should be a discipler? Um, and coming again from my background as a pastor's kid um, and growing up in the church, I think anyone on the outside would automatically assume like, yeah, you're like the perfect, you're right. You're the right age. Mm-hmm. You've got all the mature, all of those things, but I don't, I didn't, I didn't. That's what I learned in that discipleship course. I didn't, I wasn't ready. Um, and in order to be ready, I had to trust Jesus. And so that's why I decided to do it. I did it afraid, <laughs> very afraid. <laughs> um, so how did that help you grow, being a mentor and discipling Amber? Wow. So um, I think the part of me that grew the most was the desire to be refined by the Holy Spirit. And um, part of my, um, you know, as you finish the discipleship course, um, the lady that was running it was giving out awards, um, certificates of completion. And mine was, uh, the refiner's fire award Mm. because I just, that was the part that made me change. I wanted, I had a great desire through this relationship that Amber and I established and had, it helped me want to allow God to burn everything away that wasn't him. Everything. 
my little mini kingdoms, my little, the things that I had in my life that were not going to allow me to live life on mission, um, I wanted him to burn them away. And that was the biggest thing. Um, Investing in another person and allowing your flesh to die (laughs) (laughs) is a big thing. It is. It's a big thing. It will change you. Um, And Amber made it so easy. It was so easy to be in a relationship with her. Um, But in order to pray for her every day, to be concerned about what was happening in her life, Mm -hmm. to put my things to the side to make sure that I was covering her not only in prayer, but just in practical life things, Mm -hmm. um, helped burn those things away. It, it, it definitely changed me. It's, it's funny. You think you're helping somebody else when you're mentoring them and discipling them, but it's really, it's just bringing you closer to the Lord. And like, it's hard work because you do have to die to yourself and you have to put this other person first that, you know, they're not your family. They're uh, just this person that you met. That's right. And sometimes you um, didn't, like with our program, you know, we're not going to know each other ahead of time That's probably. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you all knew each other a little bit through me. Yeah. But it's crazy when you start mentoring people and the way that you grow closer to God Absolutely. as a mentor. It Ab- is just, it's unbelievable. It is. It is. And I think um, my main takeaway from growth for this season that we went through was the thing that I wanted for Amber most was for her to make other disciples. That's what I wanted for her. I wanted her to, okay, you may not do it the way I do it. You may not, um, you're going to have your own spin. You're going to have not just your own spin, but you're going to have Holy Spirit whispering in your ear Mm -hmm. to do whatever you need to do. I hope the thing that I've given you is that you bow to that whisper, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But that was the thing that I wanted most for her is, okay, Lord, if I've poured in, let her then go pour into someone else. That was the biggest thing. Yep. And she is. She's going to be one of our mentors through our program. So she is. You you did that. You accomplished what you set out to do. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's awesome. So Amber, yes. <laughs> how did having Sam, um, Samantha in your life help you to grow? I feel like I should have brought tissues because I'm probably <laughs> going to cry. <laughs> um, Squeeze your butt cheeks. Right. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was sitting... Um, just writing um, about <laughs> Jesus help me <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> about um, you know how this relationship helped me in um, all of the ways that Sam um, helped me and um, it's in every part of my life. Um, she helped me grow um, as a mother, as a person, um, a daughter. 
Um, just like the sacrifice of putting her own um, family um, and her own needs to the side when she really had other things going on in her life, you know, health, um, mm -hmm. family, you know, work, um, so many different changes going on in her life, but she was willing to sacrifice all of that, you know, time that she could have been spending on those things um, to pour into me and to listen to me and to um, study with me. Like, there were times that, you know, before I met Sam, <laughs> I was not, you know, into, like, studying the Bible a lot. I didn't understand. Um, it was overwhelming to me. Um, mm -hmm. But there were times that we would you know, get up where we would plan to get up, yes. <laughs> you know, and, and study over the phone at six o'clock in the morning. But, you know, yes. Carrington was young and she would get up in the, in the morning or there were times that I missed my alarm or something. Yeah. You know, she never, ever, um, held that against me. It was mm -hmm. all grace. It was all like showing me that, you know, we're going through things in our lives and, um, God does know our heart, um, and you can't always use that as an excuse. You should still, like, <laughs> mm -hmm. make an effort. But sometimes we need to show ourselves grace. Um, mm -hmm. But Sam really helped um, me, you know, want to grow in my, you know, my position at my job um, as a mother to really start to put, the way that I parent in perspective of how I want, you know, my daughter to grow up and how do I want her to be? How do I want her to treat other people? And um, even just my relationship with my parents or my family, like so many things that she poured into and she probably didn't realize that she was doing. <laughs> but um, and then spiritually, I would say, um, helping me to have that desire to study and mm -hmm. find interest in that and um, to lean into my spiritual gifts and, you know, find a, like that position in church where I can, you know, use those gifts and be confident in it and just to build that relationship with God to where if I'm having a rough day, I give myself grace that, you know, God would mm -hmm. give me, but also when I'm in it, I'm in it. Like, there should always be some kind of consistent relationship with God. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be when you feel like it. Mm -hmm. It should be all the time. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, so you so many ways. So, <laughs> so spiritually and your mental health, mm -hmm. like it helped both. Mm -hmm. Yes, like it helped both. Mental health a lot, just because um, being a single mother. Um, before Carrington, you know, I filled my life with things that I thought would, you know, fill that void or, mm -hmm. you know, take those feelings of not enough away. And so when I had Carrington, um, yes, she filled me with joy and um, God filled me with joy. But there's also that part where you're just exhausted mm -hmm. and sometimes you don't feel like being nice or you don't feel like being a mom or, mm -hmm. or anything. You just want to be. And so Sam would always encourage me, like, you know, give yourself grace. You're tired. Like, just pray. Like, God will give you the reassurance. He will fill you up. He will give you the energy that you need. Like, you just have to 
in those moments, seek him, say his name, Mm -hmm. like just be with him and he will give you what you need. Mm-hmm. He's just a whisper away. Always. Mm-hmm. So to both of you, <laughs> you either one of you can answer or you both can answer. Yeah. So how did this relationship look? Like, how did it work? How did you guys make it work? What did you guys do? Did you use books? What you did? Amber, mm-hmm. you talked about Bible studies. Mm-hmm. So tell me what y'all did. Mm-hmm. This is one book that we had, but it's not the like only study that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is like... It's called Flourish, uh, a mentoring journey. Mm-hmm. She could tell you more about it, like where she found <laughs> it and stuff. But this is the book that we used, mm-hmm. and it was really, really good. Yeah, there's one. Um, there's a. It's the same study, but different wording for the disciplee and different wording for the discipler. Um, but it's all about seeking God and how He's always changing us. Um, we went through several books, um, yeah. and then, you know, we went through, I led um, a small group. Oh, that's um, so good. That's where we met. That's yes. where we, like, mm-hmm. started. Yeah, yeah I, I led a small group um, through the Women of the Word. Mm. Yes. Um, and from there, we hopped to, I think, First Peter. Yep. Um, and worked through First Peter um, together over another semester. Um but there was a mix of there was a mix of practicality in this relationship yeah. too. It wasn't just spiritually based. It was okay, yeah, let's get together over that. But at the same time, like, hey, let me take you out to dinner. Let's talk. What's going on with you? What's going on with yeah. work? Um, it was sometimes it was a coffee date. Sometimes it was when my health was really bad. It was, hey, Amber, can you come help me with the house? You know, can you come clean for me? Can you, I, I need your help. Yeah. And it was, this is what it looks like to be vulnerable. This is what it looks like to be, mm-hmm. you know, in a cohesive relationship where mm-hmm. you're not always the one doing the dumping. She poured into me just as much as I poured into her. Um, so it was very symbiotic in that, in that way. But it was very practical. Um, and sometimes there were times where we didn't meet yeah. at all. Sometimes it was just a text, a, text. a call, yeah, FaceTime. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't always like, oh, it's got to be this rigid thing. Yeah, it wasn't that at all. Just very organic. Very organic. Very Holy Spirit driven. Um, and there was in in this most recent season, um, it's been where the Holy Spirit was like, you know, you don't need to be over her so much it's time to let her fly right it's time to let her fly you can check in but let her fly and it has been even if I'm not on the phone even if I'm not on a text whatever it is it has been a blessing to see her just blossom and her really take hold of her confidence in Jesus Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 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 been the best blessing in recent times that I can think of. Um, And it's that has nothing to do with me and everything to do with her and the Holy Spirit. Um, But it's just been so nice to see. Okay, when Holy Spirit whispered, like, you can pull back. I'm like, oh, are you sure? You know, (laughs) the the mom and you said, are you sure? Yeah, he was he was right. You know, she's she's flying so well. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. I have one last question. Amber, it's for you. Okay. So do you wish you would have had a mentor as a teenager? Like, mm-hmm. and if so, like, how, how would that have made your life different? Wow. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think if I would have had a mentor uh, when I was younger, especially as a teenager, um, my life would have been, I would, I would hope, completely different than what it was for me. Um, just because I feel like when I was in high school, I was trying to be like the the friend, the person that um, I knew I was supposed to be. You know, I was the mother of my friends. I was the one saying like, you shouldn't be going out. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be lying. You should be sneaking out and those kinds of things. And I wasn't like, <laughs> they didn't like me for that. But um, that's also like after senior year, that's when I fell into the wrong things and the wrong decisions and trying to um, see what that life was about for everyone when really if I would have just built a better relationship with God or with someone that, Mm -hmm. you know, could speak into those parts of my life, um, then I would have definitely been on this journey a lot sooner. Yeah, because as teenagers, we don't want to listen to our parents. No, and I think that's the thing is that, you know, I had great parents that, you know, definitely raised me well. She um, has to say that because I'm sitting here. <laughs> no, I, I mean it. Like, yeah. um, it's not that, you know, I feel like people, when they see, you know, people that are on drugs or that, you know, are alcoholics and they struggle with those things that they immediately think that they're raising is the problem. And that's why they are the way that they are. Um, but I don't believe that that's true. I feel like that's a choice that we make and that leads into the addiction and the cycle of wanting to fill those voids with the wrong things. Um, I think it's when you have a good upbringing and a good church family, Mm -hmm. immediate family, like parents and brothers and sisters, that is what helped bring me back into mm-hmm. the spot that I needed to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, um, if I would have had a mentor growing up, I think it would have been a little bit different. I would hope so. Um, but even now, like, that's my testimony. Um, yep. And that's what I prayed about, like, before even coming here, like, I may not know every scripture, Mm-hmm. in the book but I know my testimonies and it's more than one um, and that's what I, that's what I have to offer and yeah. it's not for me it's for him so that's what he wants us to offer yeah, our, it's so, our stories like if I if I had to go through all of that again to get to where I am now I would oh. yeah yep yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's about being relatable to people and mm-hmm. not they don't want you to throw a bunch of scripture at them no. and tell them how to live their life. They they'll relate to your story and your testimony. Mm-hmm. And you know, as the Bible says, he's going to take those ashes and make them into something very beautiful. That's what I was going to say um, when Sam was talking about the like how it worked for us. Um, I feel like when people think of mentoring. Um, or even just discipleship, either mm-hmm. of those words, then they think that it's all about the study. It's all about the mm-hmm. book, but mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. If you allow it mm-hmm. to do what it's supposed to do, it becomes your relationship, your friendship, your everyday life. It can be so much more than just teaching you how to study the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the intention, not for you to 
learn how to mm-hmm. <laughs> do Bible study mm-hmm. and scriptures. Mm-hmm. That's something that we're supposed to be able to do on our own. Mm-hmm. It's encouraging and it's helpful for sure. Oh, yeah. Because I had no clue. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think the intention is that you get all of those, right? It's not just um, there on a Sunday at 2 p.m. No. I'm going to meet Sam and mm-hmm. it's gonna that's going to be the end of it. It's going to like flow through your life and mm-hmm. through every thought, every decision. Mm-hmm. Um, that you're going to allow God and the Holy Spirit to to help you in those things. Yeah. And just to piggyback off that, I think that the intention of Bible study being a component. Yes. Oh, and a small component. It's needed. It's yes. needed. It's, I think it's the purpose that it serves if we allow it in that yes. organic relationship is to say... I'm here with you. I'm walking on the path with you. Mm-hmm. And just how you're supposed to remember that Jesus is walking along mm-hmm. the path with you. Yeah. It's to say, you know what? When I'm not available, when I'm not here, you know that your ultimate confidence isn't in this relationship. Right. It's, it's in, in that relationship. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you've got, you got access to him all, all the, the time. time. Yeah. All the time. And so many of us, um, no, some, so many of us have never had the experience where someone spent the time to show us how, how do we get into our Bible? What does that look like? Because I want to be able to access it on my own, right? but I didn't have that, you know, and there's, that's, it is just, it's just a component. It's not, it's not, it's not the aim of the mentorship or discipleship. It's not. I think to the, the other part of that is that your mentor can help you Mm -hmm. find how to use that. Absolutely. Like you may not realize how important Mm -hmm. the Bible and scripture and things are influential in your life and your decisions that you should make. So Mm -hmm. when they bring that to life for you, then that's when it starts to mm-hmm. feed into your life. Like, yeah. oh, this is why <laughs> everyone has been crazy over this book for so long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't understand it all the time, but there are many ways you can figure it out, you yeah. know? So. <laughs> we hope today's show encouraged you and gave you a few aha moments, and most importantly, have you digging deeper in your relationship with Jesus. Make sure to check out the show notes for any scriptures or books we mentioned. And if you love the podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you listen and share it with a friend. And if you want to know more, follow us on Instagram or go to our website, pineappleprinciple.org. Until next time, stand firm in your faith, own your crown, and love like Jesus.